Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have a legendary movie for you guys, one that ends an era. Yes, this is the end of an era, a movie that's not causing any sort of opinions online at the moment. <laughs> oh, are they already starting? They're starting. Oh, I did see the Rotten Tomato score. wasn't great. It was not. Um, but this movie definitely is causing a lot of interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we are talking about Halloween Ends, by the way. Halloween Ends 2022. So obviously, yeah, make sure you see this movie before listening to this. There'll be massive spoilers throughout, I'm As sure. As usual, you can either go to the theaters or... Stream it on Peacock. We're plugging Peacock. They're paying us. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, they can't afford us. <laughs> so, Steve, how did you watch this film? How did you watch it? I saw this in theater. Oh, and uh, disclaimer at the top, I had COVID for the first time. So if I sound like shit, you're going to have to deal with it <laughs> or just turn it off. I don't know what to, what to do for you. But leave it running in the background. At least just lower it. We got to get those views. <laughs> Listens. Yeah, still. Yeah. St- <laughs> play the whole episode once. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, yeah, I saw this in the theater opening night. Quite a big audience. Oh, okay. And they seemed really into it, actually, surprisingly. That's good. There well, the fa- many clapping, clappage moments. Clap, like, a, like a clappage moment. Yeah. And did you, you, know, you didn't go to the movies to see this. I was a peacock guy to well, watch it. Mainly because Jamie Lee Curtis says "fuck you." Mainly because I was I wanted to make sure I was able to watch this obviously before we we recorded and just for time it was been a little rough to get into the theater before this just with work. But from what you said now, based on audience audience reactions, I really do want to see this in theaters before the the real fans die down when they're watching it. I don't. It sounds like a movie I don't want to go to necessarily when there's like six other people in the theater but that's with any film you know you want that energy you want that all those people just there with you and cheering and happy and enjoying what they're seeing right you know and you know it definitely made it a better first viewing experience for me mm-hmm. i think you yeah know. so <laughs> i mean you we have to admit this is an interesting movie it probably goes places people weren't expecting it was different you know and i won't lie i went in with low expectations because i was not a huge fan of kills that's what you've been saying all along and i but that's what i've been telling you go with low expectations because you might be pleasantly (laughs) surprised yeah you never know you never know and i have to say i did not hate this movie it's good i liked it better than kills okay not as much as 2018 Mm -hmm. it's a bit of a frustrating movie i'll say there's things to really like things that could have been done much better Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i think they stuck the landing at the end Mm -hmm. but what did you think i agree with you about the ending i love how it played out for the it was it was weird in the beginning for me it was just this is a weird ass movie this this is why i'm seeing a lot of divisive opinions about this movie 
you know, and I'm not the biggest Halloween guy as as we've gone into before. I've seen the the first but one. But you I've love seen, the original, I, don't I, you? I like the original, and I've seen 2018 Kills. I loved Kills. I've, I don't want to say love, but I really enjoyed Kills. Uh, and I've seen like a one or two more interspersed in the original sequels there. But I haven't seen the whole franchise. I haven't seen like H2O or like four or five and all that. I mean, because seeing them all, I think, could either help or hurt mm-hmm. your opinions on this movie, you know, because you can compare like, yeah. You know, I could watch this and be like, this is 10 times better than Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Although I'm seeing some people say this is even worse than Resurrection. And I I think they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> At least this movie is well made. See, um, I, you see, yes, I've never seen Resurrection, so I, I don't see, know. You haven't seen some of the really, really bad ones. No, so it might no. have helped. Yeah. See, I So for me, this movie, I did not. It was kind of like a Star Wars movie for me, like the like the sequel trilogy, the sequel trilogy, in, oh, this, in the sense that I have that in my notes. I wrote Star Wars. Oh, really? Oh, that's new trilogy. Yeah, new trilogy. It, yes, where I didn't necessarily maybe like the story that was being. I I don't even know if that's true. I didn't like where they were necessarily going in the beginning, but in the ending, like you said, I really enjoyed that part. But I, it's not for me to, I guess determine what story is being told i'm not the writer I'm but not you the director. can agree with it or not that's yeah. in your i didn't right. i didn't yeah i didn't necessarily i guess agree with some of the choices they made but in the end like you said i think they, they were able to wrap up this series pretty well i how do you wrap up how do you wrap up halloween i mean this is such an iconic movie series that no matter what they did i think you could have you could have Jamie Lee Curtis uh, and Michael Myers just fighting it out the whole movie, and people would be upset with that. You know, there's no way to please everyone with this. That's true. I definitely think, I mean, there's things we'll get into, mm-hmm. a story, the whole storyline pretty much, which I could see why people are like, well, why this story? Yes. Why, yeah. And why this story now? Yes. Like, I kind of feel like this this movie would have been made more sense being the second installment almost Mm -hmm. like imagine 2018 ends right Mm -hmm. then we maybe we could have jumped four years and it had been this movie Mm -hmm. and then the next movie maybe could have been on like the same night like kills was for 2018 Mm. and then we have the big battle and we got the weird stuff out of the way yeah like obviously things would have to be reworked around quite Mm -hmm. a bit but I feel like that would have been more of a satisfying Mm -hmm. movie than having this be the final. Like, it almost seems like, yeah, this isn't necessarily a great ending to this trilogy. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's a pretty good ending for Laurie Strode. Yes. That's an excellent point. Oh, but back to the Star Wars thing. Because, you know, it's pretty well known when they made those three movies, like, they had really no clue what they wanted to do with the story they were kind of just going with the flow and what they felt like doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) instead of having everything pre-planned which is what you would think you would do and that's pretty much what they did with this like they just did they didn't plan this shit out Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you can tell now but originally this was supposed to take place on the same night as kills and then covid was 
Oh, you know your shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was going to be, all three movies are going to be on the same night. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, you know, COVID hit, it was, there was delays, so they had mm-hmm. time to think about it. They're like, mm. no, we actually want to change it up now. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, in some ways I'm happy about that because I feel like if this was in the same night, we kind of knew what, w- what how this would go down. Mm-hmm. But now we get this different direction, which is both good and bad. I don't know. Mixed feelings. See, um, you know, for me, knowing about that, it's a curiosity to kill the cat sort of thing. Where now I just kind of want to see what would have happened if it was the same night. Well, what was that other movie idea? What was the other story? I maybe don't necessarily need to have them if all. They want to tell do us it. one of these days. Yeah, that would be cool. If they want to leak that maybe script or concepts <laughs> some some uh concept art there i i would enjoy that yeah i can kind of see where they're coming from though because it's like by the time this came out it was i mean four years in the timeline 2018 they're like let's bring this up to date let's mm-hmm. go come go to now you know yeah. our times now but yeah so what is your halloween trilogy the new trilogy ranking so we have 2018 kills and then ends mm-hmm. um i really like kills the kills might be my number one i you haven't love seen... evil how evil died that night <laughs> except it didn't <laughs> a lot of good memories makes for a good drinking game it does oh and i remembered i remember um we couldn't remember what the other drinking part of the game was remember yeah it was evil dies tonight you have a drink yep and it was every time somebody says 40 years later, that oh, was the other one. Yes, that's right. That's right. We did have a good time because yeah. we were, there was a lot of drinking. That was kills. Kills was fun. I have good memories with kills. 2018, 2018 was, I'm not saying 2018 is bad by any means. I'm just saying I enjoyed kills more than 2018. I thought 2018 was very good. Ends is probably on number three for my list. Okay. For me, 2018 was while not perfect, was a good restart to the franchise. Going back to basics, just saying the original is the only one that happened. Mm -hmm. You know, getting Jamie Lee Curtis back was awesome. You know, and then Kills, it's just the dialogue, and it was a very messy movie (laughs) for me. (laughs) And I think even though this movie gets kind of crazy, like, stylistically like the cinematography the atmosphere the pacing was more of what maybe i want in a halloween mm-hmm. maybe i don't really need michael myers to be jason Voorhees like he was in kills mm-hmm. which i know is the intention they want to make a balls to the wall slasher movie it was great but <laughs> um but maybe this was like more of the tone at least I like mm-hmm. in my Halloween movie. You like a little separation between Friday the 13th and Halloween. And that's, I guess that's that distinction where you have Halloween maybe with a little more of that suspense and then you have Friday the 13th, Jason, you know, with right. that Jason action. to me is more of, yeah, the actiony, crazy kills, mm-hmm. just like guilty pleasure kind of fun. Yeah. I don't necessarily need that in my Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. It's different vibes. Yeah. That's fair. But what did you think of this opening scene? Because I thought this was quite something. It took me for a loop. I'm like, wait, are these characters that 
So it could because okay, before I watched uh, Halloween ends, I watched a, a quick recap on YouTube just to get caught up again. Because it had been a little bit. So you didn't need to. Lori did that after the first scene. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Damn it, Lori. I, I went in without anything, and then, yeah, Lori does that for us. But So I go into this. I watch the recap, and then we're at this first scene. I'm thinking, who the hell are these people? Like, why do they matter? You said, I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know or her. Or her. <laughs> or him. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not a fan of this kid. Well, then you probably liked how the... The opening scene finishes. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I sure did. Like, Jeremy was kind Why of Why are being all a dick. the kids in these new movies horrible? They, they, I, I'll listen, I'll take any of the bullies and this little kid over those fucking monsters and kills in the flashback. Oh, yeah. The worst. But. <laughs> you know what? The you know, filmmakers saw the Babadook and they're like, oh, we got to capitalize on this. <laughs> oh, my God. Every that, kid has to be annoying not and that terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I do like how we're kind of going back to basics with just babysitting in general. Yeah. Because this is how the original mm-hmm. movie opened with the babysitter. And I do have to say, I don't, okay, this is, takes place in 2019, Halloween mm-hmm. night. Just a year before, we had this huge ass massacre of this town. And then these parents are just like, yeah, we're going to this Halloween party. They hire a babysitter. Like, Michael's. Not confirmed, Dad. Right. It seems a little quick to maybe be moving on. <laughs> don't you think? I don't know. That was a little interesting well, to me. Well, there hasn't been much commotion going on, so I right, think but all, this I, is the day. If it was going to happen, yes, this, like at least wait a year and see if another up. massacre happens. Twenty twenty two, fucking party on people. <laughs> You know, these parents are like, no, we had a rough year. No, We're going to go out and get smashed. No, we, no, you, Corey, you watch our little Jeremy. He'll be an angel. <laughs> Poor Corey. <laughs> like, well, we want to go out and get hammered. <laughs> but and I have I, to say, yeah. Um, just right from the beginning, though, I just think this is a stronger movie directorial wise. Like some of the shots, like, like we see like the height of, you know, where ultimately we might get a death. <laughs> and, like, the mom's, like, yelling for the kid to come down and, like, the shot in the mirror. Like, I just, like, the directing mm-hmm. is is good for me. And um, I love the fact that Corey and I think his name's Jeremy, yes. this little fucking piece of shit, um, they're watching John Carpenter's remake of The Thing on TV. That's what I thought it was. I'm glad you confirmed Which that. is a great callback because <laughs> in the original Halloween, they're watching the 50s version of The Thing. Oh. So it all kind of connects. This little Easter egg. Yeah, but this kid's, this kid's a dick. It, it's funny because in the, in the beginning when he's with his parents, you know, you get this picture of this. He seems innocent. sweet. Yeah, this innocent kid. He doesn't know really much what's going on. He like, But then we get him with Corey. He's a little... All the kids in Haddonfield (laughs) are the worst. Oh, okay. I take that back. Julian in part one, who may show up again, Mm -hmm. um, he's a little icon. But everybody else sucks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It must be something in the water. (laughs) Something something in Haddonfield, maybe. I think if Jeremy didn't end up dying, he probably would have ended up being the Michael Myers. (laughs) But then we have a little spoiler for our first death. Well, this little shit locks poor Corey, who seems like a nice, 
young chap. Nice, nice yeah. Nice kid. Just babysitter looking looking to earn some extra money. He gets locked in the attic. But even before that, they're like talking about Michael Myers. Like, are you scared? Are you not scared? And Corey's like, no, I'm an adult. Like, I'll be fine. And then Jared locks him in the attic. I mean, I probably wouldn't want to be locked on an attic on Halloween after a year I, after the, like, the events. I never want to be locked in an attic. I want to. I want to get out when I want to get out. It, okay, so <laughs> Corey, I don't mean to laugh, but I'm sorry. This is both horrific and hilarious to me. Like, Corey's trying to kick his way out. Mm -hmm. The parents are just coming home. Great timing. He kicks Jeremy in the face with the door, and he falls off and just splat, basically. It's awesome. And then we have our title screen. Our title card. But, like, were you kind of shocked at this opening? Once he started kicking the door, I was like, oh, I you know. saw where this I, was coming. Yeah, but, he had the knife in his hand, too. Like, you, yeah. You saw where this was going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, but I just think, I just like how unexpected this opening is. Because, mm-hmm. you know, most people expect, you know, Michael to come back mm-hmm. or something. But no, this is a different kind of horror, I and, guess. And see, that's where I was a little bummed out that my first kill was not a Michael kill. Like, this is going to wrap up this series. And you're not showing Michael right off the bat. I was a little sad about that. Okay. I could see the problem with having less Michael overall. But for me, it didn't bother me in this opening. Yeah. I just like that they kind of went there Mm -hmm. off the bat. Mm -hmm. I remember my audience was kind (laughs) of their reaction to this death was crazy. Were they cheering? Were they happy? They were just like, oh, my God. I think there might have been some claps, too. Which is like, (laughs) fucks. But I I really like this opening, um, and I like these these opening title fonts are a callback to Halloween three, same font as Halloween three. Ooh, okay, I'm not a Halloween three lover though. Don't at me; it's my opinion. Do you know why they would pick Halloween three for the font? Any ideas? Was there anything I I don't know if it's because this movie's so different and H yeah. three. I mean, you know, I know you haven't seen it, but you know, H three is. A completely different story. Okay. So I don't know. It's probably just a cute little nah, nod. Yeah. But, but I like the the kind of the pumpkins too. It looked very stop motion almost. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. Then we have Lori catching us up to speed because four years later, which I wish I would have realized was <laughs> in the movie before I watched a ten minute recap on YouTube. But that's fine. She got me up to speed. But Lori seems to be doing. A lot better. Her hair is much nicer. She's like Julie James from I Know What You Did Last Summer into I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm, you know, yes. she's got shampoo and conditioner now. <laughs> she's, she started a blog of some she, sort. <laughs> well, she's, she's writing her memoir. Yes. She's living with Allison. Oh, Allison. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about with Allison. <laughs> Yeah, Lori's just trying to live her best life, making pumpkin pies and whatnot. And then this movie has major Christine vibes. Do you know the movie Christine at all? No. Okay. Well, it's a John Carpenter movie about, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's about a killer car, basically. And, like, um, I believe that his name's Archie Cunningham, and the kid in this is named Corey Cunningham, so homage. Okay. And he works at this um, garage, mm-hmm. you know, so in this whole movie, even the 
director David Gordon Reed said this movie was extremely ex- inspired by Christine. And I guess instead of a car, it's Michael, him, mm-hmm. his connection with Michael. Mm-hmm. So, and I did appreciate those vibes. And it's based on a Stephen King book and the Stephen King vibes of this movie. But when he goes to the garage, what do you call those big grinder things? Oh, you know, I, yeah, you know I, what I'm talking I, about. I, yeah. As soon as I saw, I saw that, though, yeah. I'm like, okay. Something's somebody's go. going in there. I saw. I'll, I don't know who, but somebody's going in there. I'll be honest. I was watching this uh, with my girlfriend, and she what no, did she she did noticed she hate the it? grind. No, she noticed the grinder, and she's she, I didn't I didn't notice. I'll be honest. And she immediately said, "Well, something's gonna happen with that." <laughs> I was like, she, I was like "She knows what's up." I was like, "Wait, with what?" She says that you didn't see that they showed it like three times later on in the film. Allison, you're smart like me. <laughs> I'm like, no, I didn't notice it at all. She's like, how did you miss it? I'm like, I'm, well, I don't know. They show it again too later. Yeah, they do. <laughs> you missed it that I mi- too. I missed it every time. Bathroom I breaks every it. time. The grinder comes in. Did you see what happened at the end too, or did you miss that? <laughs> Wait, there's a. They use it at the end. <laughs> <laughs> then Allison gets pulled over by her ex. Okay, this is the most unrealistic part for me. This guy... An abuse of power by cops? Well, not that. <laughs> That's realistic. Just just, but, just kidding for any cops listening. Uh, okay, why Why would she... <laughs> Allison's a cute girl mm-hmm. with horrible taste in mind. Because this guy's like 45. He's, this guy's and a he's douche. ugly and a douchebag. Yeah. And her first boyfriend was Cameron, who was awful. Got a little bit better towards the second if, in Halloween Kills, but still, like he threw her phone and the nacho cheese, mm-hmm. and then she ends up with Corey. So she she needs better choices in men, basically. Yeah, Allison, whoever hurt you, come talk to us. We'll 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 set you straight. No, we'll- you suck, Allison. Don't <laughs> talk to me. She's just I don't I don't know if it's just her whole life. Maybe you know she's been. Like she, her grandmother was essentially psycho. She only had her mother. That's a little harsh. Well, she well, well, in her in her. Oh, no, according to this movie, she's not a psycho. She's a freak show. That's remember? right. That's right. But Corey's in, the psycho. But like Allison's mother has led Allison to believe that the grand that Lori is like off a rocker, essentially with like over obsessing about like, but all this Michael. Allison knows her grandmother was right. Now she does right. Right. But so, like, okay, that explains maybe her, the first boyfriend. But oh, now, we're, okay, we're going yeah. through her boyfriend. Yeah. Why, oh, her just choices. boyfriends. Yeah, like, okay. why she did those. Why she, maybe, who did them or did not do them. Who, who's to say? But maybe that's why her boyfriend selection was not the greatest. But, yes, this cop that pulls her over, douchebag. He sucks, but it's all right. He gets what he deserved, <laughs> just like that little boy from the, <laughs> the first scene. We'll get a lot of that in this movie, though. People, not so nice people. I shouldn't say getting what they deserve. Mm-hmm. But, but, I mean. And, but you don't sympathize with their deaths that much. You don't. It's a very different kind of tone than yeah. usual. Like, we normally, like, okay, going back to the first Halloween, you have, you know, a lot of people dying who maybe you weren't, like, super attached to or connected to, but they were good people. And, in this one, you have a lot of 
who's to say they're even bad people? Because they could be good people. Well, they're assholes. Just being assholes for a split second. We don't know what their daily lives are. But oh, these people, come on. These bullies coming up now. Oh, oh they're, they're the, probably assholes. These band geeks who are... <laughs> apparently, band geeks are, are jerks. It's, I don't know. It, it, that's what happened. Glee. Are this were they sexually Glee. active band geeks this, and assholes? This is what Glee did. <laughs> Empowered band geeks. That's kind of funny and how I f- they made the band geeks so <laughs> awful. And I can say that because I was a band geek in high school, so that's totally me. Did you treat people like they treat Corey Cunningham? I feel like I was uh, the lead band geek here. Oh, <laughs> I was Tracy. Is Tracy? I think it's Tracy. That, that's the main boy's name is Tracy? I think so. No wonder why he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all you male Tracys out there. Male Tracys? Please follow and like us. <laughs> Give us five stars. We support you all. So we're at the gas station with these assholes. These band geek band assholes. Geek sexually active ba- assholes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, actually, so you, no, I don't think they were sexually active because they were all losers. Wait, so you weren't in band? Fuck no. You didn't do band? Never did you did chorus? Band. In like elementary school, we did... Not the flute. It's like the cheap version of the flute. What's it called? Oh, three quarter. Oh, okay. I yeah. You know what I'm about? Yeah. That, that's as far as I got. But I did. Like we all had to do it. It wasn't my choice. So so <laughs> like, what group were you in in high school? Were you like, uh, did you do any sports? Not in high school. No. No. So you didn't do sports. You didn't do band. I didn't do nothing. I just. <laughs> You're like, I don't need to do anything. No, my, my thing is not doing anything. I'm motherfucking I mean, Scream I, Steve. I don't need to do shit. No, I just <laughs> was watching horror movies all the time. How th- So the same as now. <laughs> we didn't have podcasts back then, though. We didn't. We didn't. If only we had them back then. The world would be a better place. Really low. Podcasts are great. Even if you don't listen to ours or like ours. Like other, there's a lot of great other ones out there. Well... If they just heard that, then obviously they're listening to ours. <laughs> but maybe for the last time. <laughs> but I do like, well, Lori shows up. And when she when she's like, she pulls out her knife. She's like, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Yeah, it was such a badass yes, queen. That was, that was, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. No, that was great. I love Lori's badass moments. Lori's a putty bitch, and I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. They deserved it, especially Tracy. I mean, they just mess up Corey for because they because Corey won't buy them alcohol. That's why they beat like mess him up and beat him up. That's just you're saying he deserved it. He should have just did it. No, 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 no. no. Have you ever bought alcohol from for minors? No, I can't say I have. You had to think about it. Well, I had alcohol purchased for me. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow but you're I, a bad kid but i've never had I, I think i was like 20 and i was gonna turn like 21 like the next month honestly that's what it was but no i've never had um i've never purchased alcohol for a minor oh you got why you gotta think about that no i don't think i ever have no no and we're, i never asked anybody either because i was a good kid you were a good kid wow who didn't do band <laughs> though See, I was just thinking, like, well, I don't want to, like, mooch off of other people. So I was like, let me just have my own stuff, and then I'll be fine sort of thing. Right. <laughs> I still remember going to the liquor store. I remember going, and then 
It was some sketchy ass liquor store. Uh, like on the corner of somewhere. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say where. I don't want to get anyone or anything in trouble. But I remember one of my friends. She was twenty one at the time. She's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, like, you, you got." Uh, it's me, and my other friend with her. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, you guys come with me, and uh, you let me know what you want, and we'll just get it." And she did, and that was that. The whole time it was a nervous wreck, but she came through. But then we have Twilight. <laughs> oh my god that's what i thought of twilight like. vibes <laughs> yeah because we get well Lori brings um Corey. Corey to the hospital where allison works and mm-hmm. she's a nurse and this is when we get the new twilight installment <laughs> i mean the director also said he did want to make this a love story twilight ends which is <laughs> interesting thing to do i think this love twilight ends. <laughs> i think this is here for it i think this love story connection is not what i needed in halloween ends it could have been maybe in kills to some capacity like but not ends. i i'm not opposed to it being here i just don't know okay this i think this takes place four days before halloween ish mm-hmm this whole thing escalates very quickly. They fall madly but in love after spending like six hours max with each other. But she's she is twenty one. Do okay. twenty one year olds act like that? I mean, look at Twilight. How old were they? Like a teens? little younger. And but they were like all obsessed, and maybe so. Maybe she like could maybe be like it's this. because else. Like I try to make maybe make excuses for her, but. I mean, I'm sure she's in a pretty dark place still. She doesn't yeah. seem to be handling it as well as Lori. Her, you know, her friends died. Her Mother. parents died. Yeah. And so I don't know if this is her just rebelling. I don't. That's that's how I kind of because I wanted to rationalize it too. like, why the hell would all of this be happening after knowing this boy for like th- a few days? Or if this took place like farther in advance Mm -hmm. so what i kind of came to think about was okay you know allison's been through a lot of traumatizing things and she's been in the media and she's uh portrayed as a certain type of person and that's how she relates to Corey. Corey is same same way maybe not painted the same way as Allison was. And he even he says that yes. later. Yeah. Yep. So you know, she's a survivor and he is the psycho. Yep. But I think Allison, after seeing Corey in the media and all this time, and this is something I'm just grabbing at straws here. This, this is just what I think might be going through her head. A- after Allison sees Corey go through all this media attention and everything that goes on with him, she, maybe falls I mean it's the classic story of falling for the wrong guy well she falls maybe falls for the idea of Corey she falls for this guy who has been thrown at the media everyone has this idea with somebody who has been through shit a similar experience both had had traumas as Jamie Lee Curtis would say Mm -hmm. Um, and she has seen the memes she saw (laughs) <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, she, but maybe they, this movie could have done a 
did a better job of explaining it. Yeah. I know at one point Allison tells him, like, yeah, I when people told me about you, I felt like I knew you already. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's a little, it's just forced. Maybe the execution could have been better. Maybe the idea of it isn't necessarily mm-hmm. bad. It's just how they went about it could have been better. Yeah, they just threw them at each other. I mean, Laurie kind of threw them at each other. But then the it's writers her, and the directors. As he says just, later, it's your yeah. fault, Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> but then they're, they are just have this intense inf- infatuation where it almost stems from nowhere. And if they could have built that up maybe a little bit more, I don't know maybe what the best way to go about that would have been, but. If they could have done that, it maybe would have been more believable. Right, but we're not hired millions of dollars to write scripts. They should, they need to do a better job. Yeah, <laughs> or they need to hire the Horse Dance Podcast to help them write the scripts. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Lori Strode fanfic we're ready to release. <laughs> well, if I had written this, I would have given Lindsay more to do because we get Lindsay back mm-hmm. for a few brief scenes, but that's about it. It's like, <laughs> okay. I mean, I like seeing her, but yeah. like, give her, give her a little bit more to do. I was very frustrated. We'll talk about it at the end, but one thing. But um, yeah, we get kind of a cute scene with Lori and um, Frank. Frank getting their flirt on. You know, Frank's like, I'm the man. <laughs> Frank's like, I'm tapping that. <laughs> but. Lori's kind of living her best life. She is leaving the grocery store, and somebody asked her, why are you smiling? This was brutal. This is rough. Because we find out that her name's Sandra from Kills. She's also in uh, 2018, briefly, as the the caretaker of the graveyard. Uh, She survived getting stabbed in the neck with the the fluorescent light thing, Mm -hmm. and now she can't talk. Not living a great life, and she, she needs an aid. Yeah, she needs a, like I think. Well, I think this. I don't know if this is her sister mm. is like going off on Lori, yeah. blaming her. You know, I did like that they did put this in there though. Like, mm. you know, I didn't think she would survive that. No, <laughs> and just to show the ramifications of everything. Yeah, and it obviously hits Lori pretty hard. And then, uh, yeah, it's got this great lead up to later on. What? Where it goes through. Right. Yeah, it was it was a really good setup. Then we have our Halloween party. Yes, that Lindsay works at. Um this I, I didn't realize that was Lindsay at first. I mean, look at the bangs. Oh the she I got I got Kyle her. Richards. Do you do you watch Housewives of Beverly Hills? I do not. That's she's from well, she's on Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. Um Yeah, the bangs. Come on. Mm. Oh, and that scarecrow mask. Oh, I mean, there's just hints here and there. Another good one. Right. And I notice at first at the party, he doesn't seem to want to take it off. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he doesn't want to show his face. I do like that touch, mm-hmm. you know, the connection with Michael and his mask and all that. But I did find the scene kind of sad because Corey eventually lets loose. He seems takes the mask off, is mm-hmm. dancing living his best life with Allison. And then when he goes back up to the bar, he runs into the mom, Jeremy's mom, who's mm-hmm. like kind of a parallel to the scene with Lori. Like, why are you so happy? Mm-hmm. You know, you killed my son. And like his happiness is ma- <laughs> majorly just brought back down to earth. And you really kind of feel for Corey in that moment. It's like for the f- for the first time in, 
God knows how long, Corey has had a moment to live his best life. He's being himself. He's out. He's having fun. And all just to be brought back down to earth, like you he said. He can't escape his what happened. Yeah. Cry as he might. He, well, as we saw, it was just a tragic accident. But the mother doesn't believe that, as we'll come to find out. You know, the whole town doesn't believe that. Right. I also want to mention we get a cameo by Nick Castle, who played Michael Myers in the original. He's like this old man there who asked Corey, do you see anything you like? Which is a callback to Linda in the first one when she shows her tits. And he like opens up his coat or whatever. So that was a nice little cameo. Wow. From, from the OG Michael. That's awesome. Okay, so if that's the OG Michael... The Michael who plays Michael in this movie, how long has he been playing Michael for? Uh, he started in the 2018 one. Oh, okay. So he's James like Jude Courtney. Okay. He's great. He's like he's definitely, in most people's opinion, mine too, the second best Michael mm-hmm. after Nick Castle. Okay. Like, he does a great job in the role. Mm-hmm. They talk about um, Corey's mom. She sucks too. Corey's mom. Ugh. I feel like I went to school with kids who had a mom like that. <laughs> She's horrible. She's like, bad boys don't get custard for dessert. Mm-hmm. Harsh. <laughs> She's, yeah, she's something else. She's got this weird thing about Corey. I don't know. Like this overprotective, over, I don't know what it is. But she's but like a. A push and pull between niceness yeah. and being a huge crazy bitch. She kisses him on the lips. She, once I, saw, too. I saw the kiss on the lips. I think at one point Little. she like slaps him and then immediately him. kisses him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the same scene? Yeah. Where it's the same him? scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like no wonder why he's all fucked up. Yeah. But Poor yeah, Corey. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Maybe I need to see the movie a couple more times. Like what this movie this movie's obviously trying to say something about, I don't know, victim blaming or like, you know, how this this town kind of created another monster and mm-hmm. Corey. I don't know. It, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening, but I th- I thought it was almost how, you know, anyone can be turned into a monster. Right. But as it's saying that Michael, I'm just trying to think of what the connection is with Michael, because as far as we know, Michael was a regular little boy until until he snapped right but well, yeah he didn't seem like anything drove him to that you know mm-hmm. so uh, we have this whole scene that we're, which is giving me major it chapter two vibes where they throw Corey off mm-hmm. of the bridge and then he gets um he gets took pulled- <laughs> he gets taken by Liam Neeson. Um, I have a set of skills. <laughs> Liam Neeson versus Michael Myers. I watch <laughs> it. Yeah, he gets dragged into the sewer. I was waiting for, yeah, where's Pennywise? Like, <laughs> we all float down here. Oh, and that one, there's one bully who's probably got the worst haircut I've ever seen since Courtney Cox in Scream 3. Ooh. It's bad. It's like a mullety thing. They're trying to bring it back in 2022. <laughs> so what do you make of this whole Corey in the sewer? He gets grabbed by Michael mm-hmm. and 
they have a moment. Like a flashback. Like a flashback. Yeah. For me, I I took it as Michael almost staring into Corey's soul. And he knows Corey has this evil inside him, similar to similar to what Michael has inside of him. And he knows he's a friend, almost. Or like, at least not an enemy. Um, I mean, I've definitely seen some people say this is like a literal like transference of evil. Okay. Um, like, not, I don't know if I see that. I don't know if I if I like that, it mm-hmm. goes a little bit too supernatural. Yeah, that I want in my Michael Myers movie. Yeah, so maybe I I don't take it quite that literally. No, and it's more, yeah, like you said, he just senses something in Corey, mm-hmm. maybe um, a darkness. Yeah, in him. Well, I mean, how many people has Michael held in his hand, and he can feel their reactions, feel what they're. Like that panic that maybe the average person will have, and then he grabs Corey and he feels what Corey's, exp- how he's reacting to him grabbing him, and he maybe he knows just from that that this is different. There's something about this boy that's different. And then Corey kills this crazy homeless man, which again, like, is this? Were we sad when this homeless man died? This guy was a dick too. <laughs> yeah, he's like, go back in there, like. We'll figure out what the hell happens. Well, that's the difference between Corey and Michael, though, is that Corey is just he's not killing like random mm-hmm. innocent people. And obviously, if this was real life, I don't think these people should die. But in the <laughs> case of a movie, yeah, what's going we're on? not feeling v- bad for any of these people. No. So yeah, this homeless man in this movie had what was coming to him like in the real world. Yeah, let's get this guy some help. Let's let's have him go somewhere, get some help, get some meds. He needs something. But in the movie, I mean, he was attacking our boy. What are we supposed to do? Leave Corey alone. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's already been through enough. Did you like this actor, though? I thought he did a good job. I thought the actor of Corey did a very good job. I would, I would agree to that. But you don't necessarily think, like most people, this is this didn't need to be necessarily in this movie yeah this for me okay so this whole concept of evil which Lori goes into later on i wish may have been introduced in an earlier installment Corey could should have been introduced in an earlier movie yes at least something yeah for this bill because you're throwing a lot at the audience at this point which maybe some people are all about that some people I can guarantee you in like five to ten years, this movie's going to be a cult classic. Yeah. Because it's just one of those movies that is so out there. And some people love that. Mm-hmm. And I do have to say they did have balls and yep. go and doing what they did in yeah. this movie. You know, this isn't a cookie cutter Halloween movie. Nope. That's for sure. Absolutely. And not. that's why, you know, people are either loving it or hating it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. But for me, this, uh, this concept of this transfer of evil or maybe not necessarily even transfer of evil, but just that anyone could be evil. I wish that would have been introduced earlier on and then it would have made sense coming to a head all in, in this movie where it's like, oh, here's what they talked about earlier. Now we see it. Right. And I think a big reason why people are having some people have issues with this movie is 
the fact that we're introducing such a pivotal character in the final entry. Yeah. Instead of just focusing completely on, you know, the people coming back, Mm -hmm. like Lori and Allison. Right. Even though, you know, they have stuff to do in this movie, Mm -hmm. but it's... It certainly was an interesting way to go. <laughs> and here's my thing for, you know, for Michael, too. Uh, one of our first scenes with Michael is him, like, beaten up, damaged in this sewer. Yeah, and I that, don't know. That was a weak first scene of Michael for me. Like, it completely makes sense why he's in the condition he's in mm-hmm. because the damage he took. But we just saw him and wreck kills. the town. Like, even after all the damage he took, he's well, just... yeah. That that was the only disconnect for me. So we have. The I end- just didn't necessarily like. I didn't mind him like living in the sewers for yeah. four years. Like, that's fine. It's just it's kind of hard for me to see Michael in such a vulnerable state because right. he is supposed to be the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do understand that they're trying to go back to him being some being a human, basically with ambiguous supernatural tendencies yeah so but just seeing him kind of like cowering and Mm -hmm. like i don't love seeing that hashtag not my michael (laughs) (laughs) hashtag michael's a pussy Uh, i do like Lori looking out her window and seeing Corey like she saw michael in the original Mm -hmm. um i thought that was good because this is when Corey or this is when Lori, Corey, Lori. um she immediately gets the sense that something's changed. She knows something's up with Corey, and I love that. She knows what's up. Saying her first rodeo. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> and then here's what I don't get. You know, Corey goes on this walk with Allison. You know, they go out on their, their little date, and he tells her, oh, I killed someone. I've heard some people mention it, but... I think he was just talking about the boy. I think it's a double meaning. Like we're supposed to be like, oh, he's talking about the homeless man. Yeah. But he, Allison just takes it as the kid. Like he's coming to right, terms. Cause, right. Because yeah. right after that, he takes her to the house mm-hmm. where the kid died and yeah. having a conversation. But I just wish Allison would have pried a little more like. You mean recently or <laughs> like a couple years ago or what if he just was like, yeah, I literally just killed a homeless man. And she was like, why was he a dick? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm into we, it. I've done that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe that's a different way to go with this movie. Allison is into it. We got Bonnie and Clyde here. Allison's where's the next homeless guy? <laughs> but then we have. This old ugly cop that Allison used to date, like he's trying to find Corey. They're in the sewers, and this is when we get the first Michael kill. This was this was pretty cool. I like this team up. I like it, but again, it's just it is weird seeing Michael get help. Yeah, and needing help, and like Michael's like shaking. Like I don't know if that was because he's getting his power back a little bit from killing and every time mm-hmm. he kills he gets more and more like the michael we know and love yep. but again see I, that's what i thought too it's like oh after each kill he gets better but then at the end of kills he kills all those townsfolk and then he's still with this in this weak deprived state maybe he hasn't killed in a while right i think we get 
they don't really make a big point of it, but we see some missing poster signs. And I think our jerky homeless man mentioned something about, you know, some people have gone in that tunnel. That's right. Yep. But Corey, he didn't kill you. So I think he's been like maybe picking off people, but not so much where people are going to notice. Yeah. He doesn't draw any attention. He's doing a DL. <laughs> Smart Michael. Doing on the DL, but he's not at his full strength as we see here in the scene. Right. And there was the line in kills at the end where Laurie says, every time he kills, he transcends. Mm-hmm. But like you said, maybe it is a bit of a plot hole because mm-hmm. he killed a shit ton of people mm-hmm. at the end of kills, including her daughter, mm-hmm. Justice for Karen. Mm-hmm. And then we have Nurse Deb <laughs> and the doctor. Poor Allison deserved that promotion, though. She did. She, but she, she wasn't sleeping with the doctor. She wanted that charge nurse position. <laughs> Who wants that? I don't think it pays that much more from what I understand. We'll have to ask Uncle Bill. Maybe she should have <laughs> just did it. Just No, he was pretty gross. Uh, nice house, though. Beautiful house. Beautiful house in Haddonfield. Or can I just say about our last kill? Did you not which, get goosebumps? Which one? When they killed uh, Officer Dickhead there. When when I heard the music with Michael I did finally like the coming music. up, the, the yes. score of course is great because John Carpenter did mm-hmm. the score. Yeah. When when I heard that theme, I was like, "This is this." I is mean, good. you could show like you know Michael taking a shit if you put the theme over it. We'd <laughs> be like, "Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's do it." <laughs> the Taco Bell hit him. Uh, <laughs> But, but, but back to our uh, nurse. <laughs> we need to talk about Nurse Deb. Nurse Deb. Oh. <laughs> she did what she had to do. I mean, if someone was like, hey, you're going to get a you know, 20% raise for doing this, and be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one. <laughs> I've heard some people compare Michael and Corey to Batman and Robin, <laughs> and I can't not see it now. Oh, it's ruined. It's kind of cute. It is. Because Corey, with his scarecrow mask, he's mm-hmm. killing the doctor. Meanwhile, Michael is killing Nurse Deb. Obviously, this is a callback to the original Bob's death, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you take this, like, did they did they go together? Were they on a motorcycle? <laughs> like, with Michael on the backseat? Michael, my I'm here for it. I don't know. Are, are they actually, or did, did they just, did he, Michael just go there randomly? I don't I, know. I feel like Michael. Uh, did Corey lead him there? Corey told Michael, we're doing, hey, uh, this let's do this. this is what we're doing tonight. And then Michael, do you have any plans? And then Michael just stood there in silence. And then Corey Not. was like, I hope you, <laughs> yeah, I, Corey's like, I hope you're there. Corey does this thing. And then Michael just happens to be there. That's how I take it. But there did seem to be a focus on Corey's hand, too. Like, he takes his bandage off. I don't know mm-hmm. if we were supposed to show that he healed. Like, you know, Michael heals quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know what's going on. It was a good observation, yeah. though. I just want more Twilight shit. We want more star-crossed lovers. Yes, because we get Corey and Allison. They're at this um, radio station mm-hmm. having their... Second date? Moment. Third date? This is they've known each other for two days? Three days? For <laughs> fourteen hours now. <laughs> and they're madly in love. And yeah, like like whatever. Um Corey Corey wants her to run away with her at this point, I think. 
Yeah. Is that it? Like kids. It's like, let's settle down. Let's relax. Okay. She's not, she shouldn't run away with you, but she has other intentions. Oh, that's right. Allison um, looks at Corey's hand and she says, infected, which might be another allusion to the evil, maybe, that's very inside him. Very subtle writing. Uh, <laughs> but now we're at October 31st, and we get this confrontation between Lori and Corey at the house where he killed the kid murder house and isn't he laying right where the kid died too i believe i think so yes a little bit morbid a little (laughs) you know i could do without the line if i can't have allison nobody can i feel like that line just needs to die in any movie like come on like the the most cliche line of all time but then it wouldn't be a twilight movie wouldn't be twilight ends (laughs) true but I do get kind of like lifetime movie vibes mm-hmm. from this whole plot line a little bit. Yeah. You know, those movies where it's the crazy guy and the mom knows what's up and she's all gonna, that. She's going to save the day. But I do like Lori just sitting there in her chair rocking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then she like pulls a Michael and is just gone. And then this is when Allison is a major see you next Tuesday. <laughs> she is. You're not like it, wrong. Because she's going she's gonna to take off with Corey. And she's pretty much like, Lori, you're Michael, she says at one point. Mm-hmm. You're the reason my parents died. I, you know, I need something to care about, which, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, Lori didn't deserve any of that. All right, and now here's probably one of my least favorite scenes in this movie where we have Corey stealing the mask from Michael. Again, seeing Michael extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, like this punk-ass kid. Maybe he could have... I mean, they were Batman and Robin at this point. Why he, Michael could have just given him the mask, maybe. Yeah, maybe right? that would have been better. You take the cowl now, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that was just oh, hashtag not my Michael. You know? Yeah, I could have. We could have done that differently. We could have wrote this movie. We we could have done so much better. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll do our own movie. You could you could be Michael. I'll be Corey. Did you like this whole junkyard massacre scene, though? I thought it was pretty cool. I enjoyed this a lot for the fact that most of these kids had it coming. This is what you get for being in band. (laughs) 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 Oh, especially you, Tracy. (laughs) No, we get we get some solid deaths here. Um, here. I like the girl. It kind of sucked because I think she was like the nicest one. She had yeah. like the crazy red hair. I don't know what you like. It was very 80s to me, but you know, you rock it, girl. She's the one hit by uh, the she, truck. Right. Yeah. It goes over. like right through her. Then she's stuck underneath the fence. Yep. There's a couple deaths off screen in this movie, which I mean, I don't mind. Maybe like one would be okay, but you know, like. The one girl, you don't see her die. You just see her body after. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, you could have showed it maybe, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> they make for make up for it in the other ones we do see because um, 
Trevor gets like a flamethrower to his face. That which oh, was the, cool. The, the Walters torch. Yeah, that was yeah. intense. He deserved nothing less. <laughs> and she gets the girl underneath the fence, she gets her head stomped in. Yep. Brutal. But I thought Okay, the only one of the few characters I guess that I felt really bad for was I don't know if it's Corey's dad. What's Ronald? yeah? That's Corey's dad who works there yeah. too. Um, because he gets shot by Tracy. Do, do we know for a hundred percent fact this kid's name is Tracy? What? what Where did you get that from? I I couldn't find this actor on the IMDb. Is it Terry? Unless oh, maybe it it's Terry. I'm. You know what? Fuck I've, it. I've Terry. You know on what? Here. He's Tracy to us. I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Seems like a Tracy. Yeah, I'm seeing Terry in my nose because I watched. I always watch for subtitles. Oh, so okay. oh, I think I think it might be Terry. I'm Actually, sticking with Tracy at this it's, point. It's funny because we were looking up another actress, the actress who played uh, Corey's mom. We couldn't find her. She's not on IMDb, but she, this actress, yeah. it kind of distracts me every time she showed up in this. She's in my favorite, co- one of my favorite comedy scenes of all time. Oh, which Clueless? is not Clueless. Wow. I don't love this movie. I just like this scene. Oh, okay. Um, this is forty. Which I had, did see that. Did I make you watch that scene one time with Melissa McCarthy's in it? Because basically you, it's... No, we talked about it okay. afterwards, yeah. Have you seen that movie? Megan yeah. Fox is in it. Yeah. Your, gr- guy, your guy's girl. My guy's girl. Not, Matt's not attracted to this man. He's, but, I'm more attracted <laughs> to Megan Fox. My girl. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I, I'm attracted to Megan Fox, too. Um, <laughs> she... Yeah, she, they're at the principal's office. Yep. And the... The principal is played by this actress named Jill. Oh. And Melissa McCarthy's character is just a fucking savage. She's like, Jill, you're fucking Bob. You have your ugly Bob haircut. I'm glad your husband killed himself. <laughs> he, he, I would have killed myself, too. It's so <laughs> funny. So just YouTube that scene. And then also YouTube the blooper, which played in the end credits, which is even funny. That's what I remember. The end credits. Iconic. So she'll always be Principal Jill to me with her ugly Bob haircut. <laughs> but <laughs> she dies. We don't get to see her die. I could have seen her die. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Because it's another character who we've had in this film who we wouldn't be so sad if, when she dies. So just sort no, of see I'm that trying, would have is there one character that we're sad about? I'm trying to think. Mar- I have Margot, who is the nice bully. Still bully, but, but she nice. was still part of the clique. She was still part of it, but she was also she, like, "Why are you she, doing this? Like, he's why are you being so mean?" Okay. Oh, there was one line from her that I didn't like though, where she, it felt very forced. Where she's like, um, "Tracy, Trevor slash Tracy," <laughs> he's like, "You're not dead or something." She's like, "But you are." Okay, you could have told him behind you. Like it's like they wanted a clever line. Yeah. Like I'm like okay. I'm glad you got your face stomped. No, just kidding. You deserve justice that. for Margo. Margo, <laughs> the nicest character in this movie. But see, then we have mysterious DJ. This scene was wild. What what is the DJ's name? He's an asshole too. <laughs> DJ, asshole. they say it. DJ, DJ Willie or something. So much for something. We never else. heard his podcast in 2018. Or not his podcast, his sh- radio show in 2018. Good world kills. building. <laughs> right. <laughs> they did the, there's a, we do see the radio tower in Kells, which they actually added in digitally after, way after the fact, because oh. that they, that's when they realized, oh, we want to have the radio yeah. in 
kills and it's good cgi you can't even tell that's interesting i didn't um, know that. but <laughs> this death was something this got a big reaction from the audience because well he pretty much slams his face onto the table like multiple times mm-hmm. until his tongue's hanging out then he has he takes the scissors cuts his tongue off and then we see the tongue spinning on the record player skipping over the track that <laughs> it's tongue crazy oh that i did not expect that at all and it is kind of funny because he is the dj mm-hmm. you know talking so i think you know i see what they did there and even though it's not our michael i still really enjoy seeing the mask with, with i did think because this was not Michael would not kill somebody like that. Yeah. So I did like that. This was Corey yeah. killing him in his Corey mm-hmm. way, which made sense. And there was really an, uh, so earlier when he's killing all those bullies at the junkyard there, there's a scene where he's just standing over. It might be Margo. He's even standing, mm. over, standing over someone, but you get the, like this full Michael esque shot. And I just oh, really that was, enjoyed that. That was a great shot. Yeah. I mean, it would have been even cooler had it been actually Michael. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, but I know I said this before, but it takes balls to have a Halloween movie where it's 75% somebody else killing. Yeah. Um, um, I do like that we get, we see a picture of Annie, Lori, and Linda together. You know, obviously a good callback to the original. Mm-hmm. Because I did see some people complain in like 2018. They were like, there should have been a scene where Lori's at their grave site, which, w- I mean, that would have been fine, but I mean, that would have been a little heavy handed, in my opinion. I'm I'm cool with the picture they mm-hmm. showed. And then we have one of my favorite scenes in the movie, though, is when, you know, Lori is going to kill herself, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I knew she wasn't going to kill herself. Like I, there was scenes that we haven't seen from the trailer, mm-hmm. but I have to admit for like a s- few seconds, I'm like, cause I kept hearing too about how different this movie was, how mm-hmm. it's going to piss people off. I'm like, what if they do? And like her performance sold it. So just for a mm-hmm. second, I thought maybe. Oh, I was right there with you. When, yeah. And I felt a little yeah. bit emotional. I did mm-hmm. not like seeing her like this because we yeah. see her regress she's getting out the alcohol mm-hmm. she takes a gun out of the safe mm-hmm. her hair gets a little disheveled again uh, Lori, what are you doing Lori? no you know I'm, I'm like maybe because like you know allison left her yes. and, and what else we, does she have to live for at this point like we're thinking like in her head and right so it makes it more believable and that yeah no i was right there with you i thought oh shit like she's okay. gonna do it was like, she called the cops to like, credits no way. right there. <laughs> Could you imagine? Halloween <laughs> ends too. Lori Strode <laughs> ends. <laughs> but then Corey shows up. I mean, this great psych out. Right. We see we see um you know some guts of some kind explode on the wall. We hear the gunshot. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Michael or Corey opens the door and we sees a pumpkin, explodey pumpkin. And then Lori, with the gun, said, did you really think I was going to kill myself? Bang, bang. Bass. Shoots Corey off. The audience really loved this scene. Oh, I love that scene. That was great. That would have been it awesome was great to see moment. in theaters. And this is just what I want in a Halloween movie. I want Lori being a badass. And we got a glimpse of that here. Right. 
by like when she's like Corey to Corey, um, you know, I tried to be compassionate and this mm. and that, but fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm it's I'm over that now. Mm-hmm. And this is where we have the end to our Twilight movie. Which did you expect Corey to kill himself here? I did not see this coming. I thought that was wild. That was pretty that was pretty wild. Like her pulling the knife out though. Mm-hmm. Come on, Lori. You know better than that. You leave the knife in. Although, in all fairness, I think if Allison just seen her standing over him with the knife in his neck, she still would have. <laughs> but still, looks a little, still looks a little sus. <laughs> but okay, this bugged me. Why did it take the cops so long to get there? Because Lori put in the call that there's going to be a suicide. A suicide call, and then at well, least like, I saw whatever. twenty minutes later. I mean, maybe if they, I guess they could have been busy with the. Uh, the junkyard massacre and yeah. the the DJ. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, but still, I'm like, they took a long time. <laughs> a little too long. If if Lori was really reporting a suicide, like, oh, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> but this is when we get our boy back in all his glory. Michael's back. We have another closet scene, which was also great, and I loved. Good callback. We mm-hmm. get. Uh, Chekhov's microwave, which was set up earlier, uh, <laughs> distracted by the microwave, and this is when we get our big battle, which which I've been waiting for all movie. Did it? Did it satisfy? I was really happy with it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really good. It's brutal. Yes, and I saw a lot of behind the scenes, and Jamie Lee was very adamant. She's like. I want this to not look like a movie fight. I want this to look raw. And, like, she did, like, almost all these all these stunts on her own. Really? Which you give her credit for. Like, I couldn't do half this shit, and I'm, like, half her age. It was, it was <laughs> much better than the original Friday the 13th beach fight scene. That's, no. That's fuck, the only thing, fuck off. That's, the only that's thing iconic. Thought, that's the only thing I thought about. I was like, holy shit, they're actually going at it. That's one of my favorite fights of all time. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> um, but it's pretty brutal. I like the, there's a, okay, this won't mean nothing to you because you haven't seen H2O, but there was a garbage disposal scene in that mm. too. So this was like a little homage to that. I could have maybe had it been a l- just a little bit longer. Oh, just because I've seen some of these shots yeah. in the trailer. I, I, I would not have mind at all. Minded at all. Right. It would have been great. Maybe the knitting needle was a little on the nose, um, but it's still cool that he puts it on her this yeah. time. But basically, she ends up pinning him down to the kitchen table, mm-hmm. throws the fridge down on his leg, which is funny. Um, and, and you've you've talked about how it was a little, you know, disheartening to see Michael in such a vulnerable state. Where, you know, I agree with you, like, in the beginning of the movie, I was really, it was... I don't I mind was, this kind of a vulnerable state. I, I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't mind this, but I was also really sad he just wasn't the savage monster. I mean, he still kind of was. I did. But I wish he was... I did like, like the moment where you think it's just over, though, and then he ends up ripping the knife yep. out of his hand, and he's like, no, I'm... He does the classic Michael setup, yep. and he's like, no, I'm still alive, bitch. Mm-hmm. But I did... Like, I feel like I shouldn't like this because I feel like sometimes flashbacks, they're very manipulative to get you feel a certain way and it's mm-hmm. lazy. But 
it, I did kind of like how we flash back to like all the interactions between Lori and Michael in the past. It, yeah. it worked for me and mm-hmm. you got the score going. It gave me those feels mm-hmm. and there's a moment where Lori, you think she's giving up basically. She's like, you know, you want to do it, do yeah. it. And I think, Oh, maybe they're going to die together. That's yeah. one of people's theories, you know, it'd be poetic, but I've then Allison finally, being a good girl, <laughs> finally giving us some final girl, girl energy. Staying in her lane. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not going to let you do this. And which, you know, is a good moment. Um, and I do like Allison. You know, this is when the cops finally decide to, you know, they're off their Dunkin' Donuts break. And they <laughs> decide to, to attend <laughs> Lori's uh, f- suicide. Um it's good old movie cops. Right. And she's like, my, and Lori's like, he's dead. And Allison says, not dead enough. Good girl. She knows. <laughs> so they tie Michael up to the roof. Like, I saw somebody compare this to, like, the Christmas tree and uh, vacation. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> vacation. <laughs> Coming He's, soon. We're going out for a little joyride, Michael. Chevy Chase in Halloween vacation. <laughs> Care for it. So they get the the town together. They take them to the junkyard. This is when Chekhov's grinder. We still don't know what this is grinder, called. Chipper, well, com- compre- some sort of compressor <laughs> thing. Compressor. I don't know if it's compressor. No, it's got to have a grinder, name, right? I like the grinder. We'll call it a grinder. Chekhov's grinder. Chekhov's grinder. Comes into play. And we get the, yeah, we get the townspeople. We see our girl Sandra's there, which I like. We see Julian which I was not expecting. I love that. Our boy Julian from 2018. I was really upset, though. Why was why was Lindsay not in this fucking scene? Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure the scene was a reshoot. So the only thing I could think of was she was busy shooting her Housewives show. Yeah. You know, um, but I really wanted her at this scene Yeah, <laughs> looking on. So what do you think about ending Michael this way? Um. It was kind of sad, like not necessarily how they did it. It was just uh, like bittersweet. Overall. Yeah, like you finally you have this this monster, this this boogeyman who's been terrorizing, you know, this town and like kids now. Well, like talking about real life, you know, if you were a kid and saw this movie, it'd be scary as hell mm-hmm. for almost 30 years, 40, 40, 40 years. Like mm-hmm. that's insane and to have that come to an end was sad he'll be back like not they're gonna make another halloween movie eventually but i think not in this timeline so do you think we're talking about the original Mm -hmm. michael yeah which this is yeah yeah that's that's very bittersweet but I mean, this makes the most sense to kill him this way. There's yeah, no a there's confirmed no, kill. There's no coming back yeah. from this. Now, if they were to do another Halloween, do you think it's going to be another Laurie Strode, not Jamie Lee Curtis? Or do you, you mean like a recast? A re- yeah. I sure hope not, because I feel like, I mean, that's what they did. I know you haven't seen it, but the mm-hmm. Rob Zombie Halloween from 2007 mm-hmm. You know, they had a new Lori. They had a new Dr. Loomis, mm-hmm. and it just did not work. You can't help but compare it. Like, I feel I don't have any problem with remakes, but I feel mm-hmm. like you should have just made your own story. Yeah. 
have new characters because you're you're setting yourself up for a loss basically and they were not as good in my opinion Mm -hmm. so like i have no problem with them like they want to reboot this in five ten years maybe do a tv show or something with a whole new continuity that it doesn't affect this timeline Mm -hmm. at all you know this michael and this Lori, they're they're done done. yeah and we've establish in this film now that evil can come from anyone really it just needs evil to can die tonight evil can die. <laughs> and evil can die tonight. that's what they should have said in this movie instead of the last one Evil's finally dead tonight. <laughs> so if we do see a new michael it'll be interesting to see the origin story of that michael how that michael came up to be about yeah as long as they don't give us a fucking origin story like rob zombie tried to do where he's this trailer trash <laughs> kid who kills animals. F- fuck out of here with that <laughs> shit. I don't need to know exactly why Michael does what he does. It's part of the mystery behind it. I did lo- like how we had Allison making you know, amends with her grandmother at the end. Do you there. want me to tell you what I just heard the original ending for this was. Oh, let's hear it. I can't confirm this 100%, but I believe it's true. Wild, okay? Everything on on the internet is true. Yep. Uh, (laughs) But I I know they reshot this ending, though. Okay. And there's pictures of, at the end, Allison at Lori's door, which is not here now. Mm -hmm. Allegedly... You know, it's like the same thing at the kitchen. I don't think Allison shows up, though. But after Lori kills Michael, I don't. Oh, okay. So apparently they bring Michael to, um, I don't know what it's called. Like a, like a morgue place where they yep. have, what's a furnace where they burn the bodies oh, and all that. Yep. Um, funeral home, maybe. And they burn Michael. And Michael and Lori have, like, one last glimpse into each other's eyes before he's set ablaze, he's Mm -hmm. dead, it's over. Then the next day, Allison shows up to Lori's house, Mm -hmm. and she strangles and kills Allison. Lori does? Lori does, (laughs) implying that the evil's passed on to Lori. (laughs) That sounds horrible. That's horrible. That's terrible. Now, okay, I don't necessarily mind the movie ending in a way that's saying, because even Lori writes in her her book at the end, Mm -hmm. she's like, evil never truly dies. It just changes shape, Mm -hmm. which that I love. Right. So I thought I even thought originally with this whole Corey thing was maybe, you know, Michael would be dead. He's. You know, that's over, but Corey would still be alive. Right. And it would continue with him. And I don't mean continue. I don't want any more sequels, Mm -hmm. but just ending in a way where it's more like, yes, you know, Michael's dead, but evil's evil's always going to be here. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what they were trying to go for with Lori, though, but that, no. (laughs) I'm really glad they didn't do that and they reshot the ending. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Sometimes reshoots are for the best. If that's true, but whoever it th- came from a pretty good source. Whoever thought about that reshoot deserves a raise. I just can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe Jamie Lee would even agree to film it. Yes. <laughs> but 
Yeah, then at the end, our boy Frank shows up with his cherry blossoms. Uh, he's ready. <laughs> he's gonna. He's like, I want, I'm tapping that. <laughs> and it seems like Lori's going to have a good life. And I like how we end on kind of um, like shots of the house, like the shots in the original with mm-hmm. Michael breathing. Of course, he's not breathing now, but that tie into the original. And mm-hmm. then that's it. Halloween ends. The end of a franchise for now. For now, it'll never go away. It'll never die. Money talks. (laughs) Money talks. I mean, you're you're always gonna be able to walk into a spirit Halloween and find a Halloween mask. (laughs) (laughs) Some better than others. Yeah, it's not going away anytime soon. But it will be sad to not have the story continue. True, but I do think, you know, it was time. Yeah. And so overall. You know, this was the weakest one for you out mm. of the trilogy. But did you, did you overall think it was okay? Or I think I, I more than anything was you just, didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Did not hate it by any means. I was more than happy to just see that we had uh, a story to end the Michael Myers Laurie Strode saga. I I was happy to see that story. I didn't necessarily like what that story was. But I was just happy to see it play out. Right. At the end of the day, I think if even if people didn't like what they did with the story, most people are on board for like the final showdown mm-hmm. and Absolutely. how that went. Yep. Like I said, I there's definitely choices that I wouldn't have necessarily mm-hmm. made, but I kind of respect that they took a big swing with this movie yeah. when they could have just just did something basic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were, like, joking about it, but to me, it did give off that love story, vibe, Twilight love story, and you said it was going more of a love story type of thing, and that's, I don't know, I don't know if I necessarily needed that in this movie. I don't necessarily mind it, I just wish the execution was better. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and I did, like... Um, the end credit song being Don't Fear the Reaper, which was yeah. from the original, too. <laughs> oh, that's the original? Oh, yeah. There's... I just like the song. <laughs> now we'll have to uh, go back and do the rest of the Halloween films. Oh, boy. So next <laughs> is, uh, it would be Halloween 2 mm-hmm. from 1981, which, yeah, maybe we'll do that next Halloween. Yeah, we got after 50 more, up, 50 some uh, more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that is our 28th episode now and uh, coming at you Halloween week-ish. Right around, yeah. I would think right before Halloween. So we uh, we hope you enjoyed our take on Halloween ends. Yes, thank you for listening. Let us know what you feel about this very divisive movie, this polarized movie. It just it's our, it is interesting though to see this kind of movie mm-hmm. where it's some people are like. Yes, I loved it mm-hmm. so much. Like they did that, they went there, and then some people are like, "This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life." Well, it's funny. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you need, you should watch more movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I saw your your post on uh, Instagram where you had, I think dot dot dot. <laughs> I liked it, and I was like, "Wait, do you like it? Do you like it?" I, I think he did. I wanted I people know. to be thinking. Yeah, like I, yeah, I can't say it's yeah it's definitely not a movie as soon as i left the theater i'm like i loved that movie mm-hmm. it's like a movie i have to think about 
and you know, I'm sure on rewatches, you know, I might like it more. I might mm-hmm. go, might like it a little bit less, but it was due like hearing people's opinions on it mm-hmm. on, a, on a movie like this that's so, you know, has such strong opinions one yeah. way or the other. People aren't going out of the movie and saying it was meh. It was, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, it's very strong opinions either and, way. And I think that's the worst thing for a movie yeah, to come out just going, meh, something you don't want to talk about. Right. Where to have these two polarizing opinions is great because it allows for a great open discussion. Yes. As long as everybody can be somewhat respectful, civil, you know. It's okay yeah. if you somebody doesn't like this movie. Let's not and atta- it's okay if somebody likes this movie. Let's not attack any of the actors or actresses. You know, like they just they keep did their parts. Jamie Lee's name out of your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> unless you have good things to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thank you for listening. And our next episode will be another Hellraiser. Another new film for you. Another guys. new film. We're getting that iconic horror. Uh, franchise movies this month that's for sure <laughs> gotta get our spooktober in <laughs> yes yeah so watch hellraiser 2022 get ready for our episode streaming hulu? it's streaming on hulu hulu okay um check it out on hulu follow us on social media at horror stands feel free to give us a dm Rate us five stars, please. Take two seconds to rate us five stars. Yes, absolutely appreciate it. Thank you, everyone who does that. And if you haven't yet, we would love you to. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And we will see you for the next one. Until next time. Bye.